When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome to Sustainable Success. Hope everyone is having a great week. It's a great week here in the New York City area. We hope the same for you. You found us here at the Voice America Influencers Channel. And we also want to let you know that you can find us also on our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. There we have many of our great guests that we've had over the years sharing their words of wisdom and their insights to not only scale your business to the next level, but also for your personal development and personal success. Check us out at Sustainable Success 2017. Also, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and so on. And our show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. Alumni Direct is a new social media community platform. That is a community platform bringing together alumni where you can connect with people you went to school with, fraternity, sorority, or people that you've never met before. This is an opportunity that you can engage in an authentic, genuine way without no social media notifications. All the, you know, all the, you know, like the noise that you find in other social media platforms. This allows you to do a lot more in terms of engagement to really develop authentic and personalized relationships with people maybe you haven't talked to in a while or with people you've never met before. You might want to check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. This is a membership program, but offering a wide variety of affinity programs, offering services to business owners that you would normally not get elsewhere. So feel free to check them out, and we'll be talking more about Alumni Direct here later in the show. Well, we got a great show today. We're going to be talking about mastery to millions. You're one conversation away. And I can tell you right now, I know this woman personally, and she's going to blow you away with a lot of great insight in terms of, you know, how wherever you are in your business, regardless if you have people working for you, you're a one-person show, she's going to share with you a lot of great insight. We hope you came prepared with a notepad and pen, but otherwise you can listen to the show later today here on demand anyway, but it's always good to write this stuff down. And again, we're going to be talking about Mastery to Millions you're one conversation away. Our guest today is Lisa Lieberman Wang. She is a business and life strategist helping entrepreneurs to create multiple six and seven figure businesses, supporting professionals and million dollar organizations to up level themselves and their businesses. She's been featured on TEDx and regularly on ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, and the CW. Recently ranked in the top 25 leading women entrepreneurs. She is a number one international best-selling author of Brand You Become the Expert, and this is an acronym F-I-N-E to FAB, co-creator of NAP, a licensed master NLP practitioner trainer, and a leading expert in neuroscience and human psychology. She personally has done over $80 million in sales and has led her own business organization to over $100 million in revenue, and she has coached thousands of highly successful entrepreneurs business leaders, and managers in their marketing, sales, leadership roles, relationships, and mindset. And without further ado, we welcome Lisa Lieberman-Wang. Lisa, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome, Chris. I'm happy to be here with you. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, I'm so thankful. And, 
You know, we have so many people that come in to listen to sustainable success each week. Uh, Many people come in later on demand and really get a wealth of information. There are a lot of people out there looking for that blueprint. And we've had other people have shared blueprints in other areas of how to scale businesses and do certain things to get your operations, you know, more efficient and more productive and so on. Let's talk about how people can begin to position themselves and their businesses from mastery to millions. Where would they start? Well, I think the first thing we need to do is discern and differentiate ourselves from everybody else out there. When you're out there trying to create a business and it looks like you're dealing with marketing myopia where everybody's holding up a sign and say that says, I do mortgages, I do finance, I'm in insurance, I'm in technology, I'm in coaching, I'm in this or that. At the same thing, any industry, we can say there's millions of people doing the same thing as you. And where we need to start is how to differentiate yourself so you can actually be able to market to the people who are looking for what you want and stop selling the product and instead sell the need, sell what they want and give them what they need. Yeah, I think that's definitely true. So in terms of giving them what they need, how would you, how would somebody like, you know, every per, you know, a, a certain audience they cater to may have slightly different needs or, but what would you feel would be something? Is that something with a poll, a survey, something, uh, how to go about gathering that information? Well, Chris, I obviously have a methodology. Mastered in Millions in One Conversation Way came about because of the fact that we own multiple businesses. And many of every business I've ever owned, and I can say this and knock wood and say it, that every business I've ever owned made six figures the first year. Most businesses on average are lucky to be able to net that in five years that I did in one year. And I had great ancestors who actually gave me tons of wisdom from my mom who owned several businesses, grandparents who did, great-grandparents who did, and everything else. And I learned very early on there's only two ways to make money, own your own business or be in sales. So that's the way to make the most wealth. And what I also understood that there's a proven system, just like baking a cake. If we knew there's five ingredients and they said you have to first put the flour in the water and the yeast and the eggs and everything else and then do the icing, you'd follow the recipe. A lot of times people take ingredients and instead of following the recipe, they go ahead, they take some of the ingredients, the water, the flour, so forth, the yeast, put it in the cake, put the icing on. They go, now let's put the egg on top. It doesn't work. There is a methodology to do things. And in my world, I literally look Look at what are we doing, starting with our mindset, how are we showing up in the world, who are we marketing to, understanding it's not about us, how do we serve people at the highest level, finding out what their wants and needs are. It's not about what they need, it's about what they want, because we have to find that sweet spot between needs and wants to be able to get them what the solution is. And then knowing how to market to them. I see so many people selling shovels. You know, I don't know. I'm going to explain what shovels. Chris, <laughs> I actually have this amazing shovel. It's three feet wide. It's really good. It's ergonomically correct. Would you like to buy my shovel? If it's three feet wide, it would, it, it, well, I mean, yeah, if it's going to do certain things that I may require it for, if it's, you know, excavating on some small level or if it's to shovel snow, I, Okay, so you're, you're ahead of most people. Most people will say to me, no, Lisa, I don't want your shovel. I go, but it's the most beautiful shovel. It does all these things. Do you want to buy my shovel? They go, no. And I say, okay, you're stuck in the house. You can't get outside the door. There's three feet of snow outside and you have no shovel. Would you like to buy my shovel? They go, yeah, I want to buy your shovel. So what the thing is, instead of selling a shovel, you're selling what they want. They want to get out of their house. They need a shovel. 
what's happening is that people are suffering from marketing myopia. They're holding the sign. It looks like everybody else. They don't know how you're different, how you're unique. I gave you the ergonomically. I kind of led you. But the idea is it's different. How do you make your business different? How do you stand out from the crowd? There's so much noise out there. We are, the statistics say that we actually see 16, I think it was 16,000 ads a day, something ridiculous of how many ads a day we see, how many times we say no a day without even knowing subconsciously. Like you see something, you're scrolling on social media, you see an ad, you're going, no, no, no. You're watching TV and there's an advertisement, you're saying no. You look at a newspaper, there's advertisements, you're saying no. Unconsciously, the human mind is saying no so many times, you as a business have to get someone to say yes. And how do we do that? It's understanding who we're marketing to, understanding what their wants are. Again, not their needs. A lot of people need to lose weight, but it's not until they want to that they do something about it. And when you can give people what, sell them what they want, then give them what they need, the whole game changes. And that's really how to make the register ring ka-ching. That's that is, that is a great point because when you think about that, those two words, want and need, Many times people feel like, oh, I thought those were the same thing. Aren't they the same thing? They don't realize that it is something different because there's a great, there's a, there's something deeper below the need. Mm-hmm. In this case, the want, you know, like you yeah. said, like, hey, do they need a shovel? Well, you know, I really, you know, really don't need, but, but if I have three feet of snow that's blocking my driveway or excuse me, blocking my garage door and I got to get out and get, go do something. Well, hey. Now I need that shovel (laughs) because I want it now. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. So we always start with understanding our mindset is number one in Mastered in Millions. And it's 80% psychology, 20% mechanics. I know we've heard this before, but then how do you apply it to your business? And it's not just whether you're the business owner, it's whether your employees are also doing that too. Making it about the consumer. How do we serve them at the highest level? Yeah. So what would you advise, you know, Lisa, let's say, for instance, we, we got some people here that may be in business for maybe a year, a couple of years, some have been around for maybe 10, 15, 20 years. Maybe they're stagnant or they just haven't seen a really uptick in their business. COVID obviously had an effect. What are some things that right now that they can start doing to kind of kind of change their thinking and how they are positioning their message from what you talked about that? from need to want and uncovering that and finding different ways to get in front of people, their audience, their niche, so to speak, to do that. Okay. I love it. First, stop making it about you. Make it about your client. Care more about them than you do about yourself in the sense, how can I serve them at the highest level? That's really super important. Second, get very clear on who your ideal client is. I literally work with my clients, Chris, to know so much about the ideal client. People do superficial. I'm literally at the point of how old is he or she? Where do they, where do they go to the school? How much money are they spending? How many kids do they have? How much are they, you know, like who is the buyer and everything yeah. that if I was to have a police detective looking for that person, I could say, go find Samantha. She's 45 years old. Yes. She's, a, she's a personal growth junkie. She's gone to Tony Robbins. She's gone to Dave Abraham, Jim, you know, Wayne Dyer. She's over there with Keith Cunningham. She's into Allison Armstrong. And by the way, she actually loves nice things, but she likes to get it on sale. Her kids are in college. One is 20 years old. The other one's 22. So she still has those bills going on. She's finally at the point saying, it's about me now. I've been working and taking care of 
everybody else. Now I want to take care of myself so I can find her at this store, this store, this store. This is what she wants to spend on things. This is what her bills are. I know she can afford me and has it. My point is, is people don't know who they're selling to. Whenever I ask people, who are you selling to? They go, oh, people between 25 and 65. Well, then I have no idea how to market to them because a 25-year-old has very different needs than a 65-year-old. 25, full life ahead of them, doesn't have the value of money, doesn't quite understand. 65 into retirement, different needs right now, kind of sounds maybe scaling down, maybe more about travel and lifestyle and value of life. You have to know who you're selling to and know them so well that you can pick them out in a lineup and other people can help you identify. Once you do that and you stop trying to sell to the ocean, you start selling to the pond, you'll be fishing where there are people. That's when you know where to go. Too often, Chris, I see people go ahead and they're saying, I have to be on Instagram and then I have TikTok. I have to be on TikTok. I have to be on this. We have four companies. One is a web development company for 21 years. And the other has been, I've been consulting and helping people marketing and sales for 28 years, you know, and we also have an internet marketing company and I've been a professional speaker. So I turn around and, and people turn around and say to me, well, I need to market here. I need to go here. I said, Why? I've been online for over 20 years. I know what's online. I'm like, if my avatar, if your avatar isn't there, you don't need to be exactly. there. Exactly. And so often they get caught up in the inertia of, I got to learn all this stuff. No, you don't, because if they're not there, nor are you. So when COVID hit, Chris, it was crazy. I had this idea. I said, oh my God, I've been online for decades. Everybody else hasn't. So I turned around, I put together a webinar, I said, how to take your offline business online. Within 24 hours, I had 428 people register for this webinar. Over Now, and you know the numbers because you're really great in business. And what ended up happening is they turned around and they said, and we had over 200-something people show up. You don't never see those numbers, 50-something percent. You're lucky to see 20, 30 percent show up. 95 stayed to the end of the webinar. We ended up having a six-figure launch from that webinar that I just made an idea 24 hours. Why? I understood what people wanted. They wanted to make sure they weren't out of business. They didn't know how to take their offline business online. I had clients that got so scared they're going to be out of business. I said, no, you're not. This is what you're going to do. Let's find out where your avatar is. Let's go there. Let's show them what you can do and deliver it. I had just a simple one where a transformative neuro Reiki master turned around and she was working with people, a small business, working with people on site. I got her online. She had her best year ever during COVID, made 130,000 part-time while homeschooling three boys. Wow. It's it's funny you say it because I I heard about, I can't remember her name, but there was a woman in the UK and I, I remember meeting her on Clubhouse when Clubhouse just kind of rolled out back in January and she did the same thing during COVID. And she actually, her virtual training business exploded. Like she did more than, than she did in, when she was doing in person. Like she mm-hmm. went from just an average trainer, whatever. And she was just booming. Like she just had a knack for it and didn't even realize it at the time. Absolutely. You can take any business in any time. I have clients this year that did over a quarter million dollars when they never made a hundred thousand. I have businesses that used to do five million that did seven million. And then I have those businesses that were happy to break even because of the fact that they would have actually been in the hole had we not pivoted where they needed to. That's mm-hmm. great. So they didn't have to tap into that PPP, you know, as I know many and majority of your traditional businesses did that. You know, yeah. they 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 got that initial PPP and then probably the second round of that PPP. Yeah. I I didn't get any. I was kind of upset. I was like, I I didn't either. I thought about it and I said to myself, do I really, I really don't require it. I I said, I'm good. I passed on it. 
and, and, and my accountant told me that that was a good thing because I, I have two CPA clients and that's all they're doing is this PPP forgiveness thing. They're dealing with clients. So I go, thank God, I don't have to be a part of that. I'm with you. <laughs> so this is great stuff that you're sharing, uh, Lisa. I want to be, you know, before we move on to the next topic, because I want to save that for the second segment because we only got about a minute and a half. Can you sum up real quick, like sum up some of the key points that you talked about here in the first segment about, about, you know, again, you know, between want and need and really setting yourself up for success in your business? Well, I think the first thing is to understand who you're, who you're selling to, what it is they want, not what they need, delivering that, understanding with your message, it's about the benefits and the functionality of what's in it for them versus what's in it for you. And really at the point of understanding where you market is discerned based on who you're marketing to. Mm. Yeah, so, so true. I mean, this is just so, so much great information. And I know in the second segment, you're going to be elaborating a little further, maybe sharing some examples, because I know here at Sustainable Success, we love to have, you know, really just something we can really sink our teeth into and relate to. And I know you're going to bring that on. So everybody, we are talking again with Lisa Lieberman Wang. We're talking about Mastery to Millions, your one conversation away. If you're just joining us, you can again, listen to the show in its entirety here later today at the Voice America Influencers Channel, meaning that this is an evergreen episode. I mean, you can listen to this episode anytime, but again, there is a wealth of information. So when you, if you ever thought that want and need are the same thing, when you're marketing to your clients and your customers or building your audience, think again. And so if you're just joining us, tune in later so you can get this information distinguished between the two. We got more to come here with Lisa. She's going to be talking more about the blueprint of mastery to millions. You're one conversation away. We got to go to break and we will be right back. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. 
Well, welcome back. We're here with Lisa Lieberman Wang. We're talking about Mastery to Millions, your one conversation away. Again, if you're just joining us, uh, you can listen to this show in its entirety here later today here at the Voice America Influencers Channel. So, Lisa, you had really, you know, you had pointed, dropped some golden nuggets here in the first segment talking about the difference between want and need and how that plays into really growing and scaling your business. If you could share with the audience, like the process now, like starting with that first step, and if you could take, you know, go, follow a sequence of how, how they can go about doing this for themselves. Awesome. You know, Chris, I think it's easier if I just say what my seven steps are, right? My seven <laughs> secrets are. And when we talk about Mastery to Millions, you're one conversation away. It starts out with our mindset. It's 80% psychology, 20% mechanics, like I said. The second is taking massive action. What you set in motion carries in motion. It's all about result-producing activities. The third is modeling success, never recreating the wheel, but really leveraging other people's experience. The fourth is measure, manage, uh, is measure, is measure, manage, adjust, and control. The fifth is ma- managing, knowing what to, it's my favorite here, hon, is eliminate, automate, or delegate, because that is going to change your life. Mm-hmm. Sixth is marketing and innovation. And the seventh is masterminding, continuing to brainstorm with other people that actually have resources you may not, so you can grow with it. So mindset is number one. It's your mindset and it's also the mindset of the consumer and knowing who you're marketing to. Number two is really about taking massive action. And that is a huge one because it starts with creating a plan, knowing exactly where your target is. And when I'm working with my clients, we look at business by three-year plans. I don't know how you do it, Chris, but I like three because I have Right? So three years, two years, one year. I think that's a great way because you, you, if you plan way too far out, you're going to get, you know, you might get lost. So it's good. I think three years is a good time frame and less. Yeah. And then what we do is we break it down. This is what we want to do in a year. This is what the widget is. This is how many we have to sell. How many do we have to do a month, week? Like we really break it down to the ridiculous. And then we look at things as result-producing activities, whatever makes the register ring ka-ching. I see too many things that people are actually doing that don't make registers ring. And it said, Master to Millions, you're one conversation away. Well, it's the conversation. A lot of times people get caught up in all the tasks, the administration, and all the other stuff that doesn't actually help bring us to the sale. And here's where it comes in. It's three C's. My three C's are conversations create cash. I have found that more business can be built through belly to belly, eye to eye. And a handshake is equivalent to a four-hour conversation. Did you know that? Wow. I, you know, there's something to be said. I know what code we couldn't do. It. We had to do elbows, right? You know, <laughs> maybe that might be close enough. But no, I, I do believe that. I think, you know, you, you look at some of the you know, these big deals that have been done in the, you know, a long time ago. And it was all, some guys will tell you, or women, they'll tell you it was on a hand, with a handshake. Absolutely. Trust. I, I grew up in those days. So I knew the way to actually build business through, was through conversations with other people and building relationships. Like you and I met, we shared a stage together in New York City, and, and then we've continued to be in the same circuit. And it's those relationships you build that will bring us to where we need to get to. Yeah. And a lot of people don't think about that. And the best way to build a business, and I have people not just making high six figures, but high seven figures, is through my favorite, favorite, favorite thing in massive action is OPP. And it's other people's people and OPS, other people's stages. When we work on OPP and OPS, what ends up happening is I've had people go from zero to hero like this. Like, like in, a, in a click of a thing, like what happened because of the fact that they didn't have to create an audience. 
They, didn't, they just had to find out when they did their ideal client, everywhere they are, who else has your customer in the waiting room? And if you can create a joint alliance, a joint venture, an affiliate program, something to support, you can get no money exchanged. It can be just because you support each other where you can actually give service and add even more value to another business that already has your ideal client. You can build your business in lightning speed. Wow. I love that, that, that OPP and OPS. And, it, and it's so true. I mean, they're, I mean, even during COVID, you know, everyone's like, oh, my God, events are, you know, no more, no in-person events. What are we going to do? But then you saw this explosion, even though it was already happening way before that. But virtual events started to really take off, not only in the personal development, because it was already happening there and entrepreneurial events. It was already happening. But even in the B2B space, like with corporations and, and industry events, they started doing things online that you could really, you know, connect with you know, like large and even companies, large companies. So it really opened up a lot of avenues. And I know, and I know when in the beginning, I, I was like, oh my God, is this going to work? And then sure enough, I said, God, I mean, I don't have to travel. I don't have to get on a plane every time to go. And in, even though it may, you may not get as much, you know, virtually as you would in person, think about the logistics. You, I can, you could be in three places in one day rather than just one if you were traveling. So Talk about that. I love what you talked about the OPP and the OPS and leveraging other people's stages and platforms. And that could be podcasts, radio shows like this, anything. Absolutely. Talk about how, how that can be really important when you can really, when you know you've, like what you talked about before, understanding your niche or your specific audience to the T, to the best of your ability to target that compelling message to them Absolutely. or messages. Absolutely. Well, I found even from my own personal experience, I have two avatars. I have the small entrepreneur, I call them the solopreneurs that may have under five, 10 people, you know, as employees. And I have the bigger companies that are doing anywhere from 5 million to 50 million. So I have both of them, but obviously they're not in the same place. So when I'm looking to talk to my solopreneurs, I'm going to go to one place. And I actually found there's certain kind of pools where we are all sharing in the same clients who can help each other. If you think now of where your client is doing business, who else are they doing business with, I'll put money on it. If you're in a, let's just use, I used to work for IBM and MCI years ago. I was in corporate sales. That's my background, okay? I've done multi-millions in sales. I've been doing it for decades, so it's super easy. And I actually didn't have to work for decades. The truth is, Chris, I retired at 30, lost it when MCI became WorldCom, went bankrupt. I had to start at 40. So I took a 10-year gap off. <laughs> I was retired. <laughs> I, remember, I remember WorldCom. I remember them down in Fairfax County, Virginia, where they had their headquarters there. I be, I'd been in that building before. <laughs> That's funny. I used to go to Rye Books for trainings. But I ended up, but my point was that, you know, you have all these different, if you think about who your ideal client is, Think about where they go, they're going and who else they're doing business with. So it turned out that one of my clients owns a very, very successful multi-million dollar electrical company, and she wanted to branch out to be able to go into consulting. Well, she didn't need a big audience. She already knew all the contractors. She's an electrician. She knew all the plumbers. She knew all the builders. She knew, all, you follow, she knew all these other people from that business. So it's other people's people, right? She owned, already owned a business. She just, we, I actually taught her how to communicate through what I call a signature talk that sells. 
versus a motivational speech or all these other things people are doing. And I, we, create, we crafted a talk for her to be able to add value to these people to help them give themselves a raise, R-A-I-S-E. It actually stands for giving yourself a raise and how you do it. It turned out, Chris, she didn't need a lot of people to make money. She ended up having a talk because of the network she had, other people's people, it was her own business's people. She ended up having a talk. Only five people showed up. You go, my God, that's terrible. Only five people showed up. Didn't matter. One knew other people, and the other four, one ended up becoming a client and ended up making the register ring for 13000 But what people didn't know is that they ended up renewing and renewing. They're already a $50,000 client because of one talk that sells. Because you know what? Stop swimming where they aren't. When you understand who your client yeah. is and who they're doing business with, you may find that it's actually a smaller network than you think. Yes. And you can now have your closing ratios increase because they're more qualified leads and that you're actually delivering what people are looking for. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to you know, after this show airs, I mean, we're, you know, those that didn't get a chance to listen to it live, I, I know some people that need, require to hear this message. So we're going to, they're going to get tagged. Uh, so that way they hear it. So don't be surprised if somebody reaches out to you there because it's so true because everyone's trying to be everything for everyone in some way. Like they, it's like throwing mud at a wall and because, Oh, so-and-so is doing that. So I should be doing, no, what is, you know, what is your thing? What is the, what's the problem that you could help that specific type of person or business solve with your help, they got to be, they got to do their part. Obviously you can't just do it for them, but you can help them to help them solve their challenge. And they gladly pay you if they know that the potential return is going to be this, that easily is going to make up for what they invested in you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So like I said, number one is mindset. Two is massive action. I'm going to tell you what number three is ready. Three is modeling success. And modeling success, like you and I, we both come to Tony Robbins world. We come from personal development. We've been out there for decades. Well, I learned a long time ago, never recreate the wheel. If you, somebody is doing it, figure out what they're doing and just do it that way. Like, again, the recipe is already there. Don't change the recipe. Well, other, other people's for modeling success is OPE, other people's experience. I like acronyms. Can you tell? IBM, yes. MCIOPE, OPS, OPS. I, I, I got to memorize by now. I mean, I got quick. I mean, I've already got to memorize. <laughs> so I'm very, you're very visual like me. I need that thing to see. So I actually had a client who has been talking for 10 years, has been out on the circuit, been on TV, Grant Cardone, all the different things, right? I turned around and I said, you don't have a talk that sells. Here's what it is. I'm going to give you a framework. Model this. Do this, 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 this. Well, I, I wish I could share it with you and you can see it versus hearing this, but I, but I actually, Jasmine Balance, she's amazing. She's a, life, she's a life therapist. She's a therapist, and she's been speaking for years, been on TV and everything else. I gave her a framework. I said, this is a signature talk that sells. Chris, she did her first talk ever. She said she's been talking for 10 years. She'd be happy if she sold the book at the end of the day, at the end of the, you know, the day people come over. She had one talk to an organization because she knew what pool to fish in, and she had $30,000 in sales. Wow. So she was so excited. She's like, oh, my God, I'm happy if I sold a book. <laughs> no, I did that. You know? So I think modeling success is finding a formula that works and just following it, not looking to recreate it is really super important. 
That is great. I know exactly. I love that. So, you know, you're going to be going through some of the other steps or steps of the process. I'm just going to see. I think we have a few minutes before we head to break. If you want to, is, is it possible to squeeze one more in or do you think? Uh, I, I can do anything you want me to do. All right. <laughs> Let's do one more and then we're going to come back and then we're going to we're going to get right back into kind of recap that and go into the, you know, all the remaining steps and then kind of uh, summarize everything. Awesome. Awesome. So the next one is measure, you know, measure, manage, adjust, and control. Find out what's working and not. I see too often people actually change everything. They hear something new. They turn around and say, okay, well, this is great. So it becomes flavor of the month. You know, somebody, today's mint chocolate chip, tomorrow's strawberry, whatever, kiwi, right? So Measure, manage, excuse me, I can't even speak. Measure, manage, adjusting, (laughs) control is really about understanding what's going on. You know, you need KPIs. You need to know what's happening in your business. You need to know what's working, what's not. If you're out there and your business is sales in the point that you're a B2B, then how many touch points do you need before you get conversion? If you're B2C, where's, how big is the net? Where are you going? And how are you leveraging other things? We've already figured out all we, we do with our clients all the time is finding out where their customers are and then finding out where we're getting the greatest return. Like if you did a speak or a speech or you marketed or you put an advertisement, how many people came in from it, and then how many converted into clients. Most people don't even know their numbers, Chris. I, yeah, that's what's really, really sad. And you talked about KPIs, Lisa, you know, and doesn't mean you have to be an expert in KPIs. As a matter of fact, when you have a small business or if you're a one-person show, it's not like you're going to have all these complicated KPIs that, like, say, a $50 million corporation is going to have. But if you have some of the basic you know, KPIs in place, you have a CRM system, at least if it's HubSpot or wherever, you know, you don't need to have a sales force at that point. Things that can track is like, how you, how are you going to know how, where there's opportunities to grow if we can't see the data that's showing where you are and where you're going? Absolutely. You know, and the thing is seeing the future in advance, we just need to know, are you fishing in the right pool? Are you showing up where you need to be? Are you getting results with what you're doing? Are you advertising just because you think it's a good idea to be in yellow pages, but people used to use it because it was really high and you could sit higher on a seat. Today, we're not in the yellow pages anymore. We're online. So you no longer need to be in the yellow pages. So measure, monitor, adjust, and control is really important with everything you're doing, how you're marketing, where you're marketing, to whom you're marketing. And is that still your market? Yeah. And that's another thing too, is like, you know, things... You know, we have like about two minutes, a little over two minutes till the break, Lisa. And you talked about something about, you know, things change in business. It could be a change in their industry. It could be a change in the economy. It could just be changes what COVID has changed. I mean, there's going to be things that are going to be permanent as a result of, of COVID, you know, that things may never, not everything will be the way it was. So we have to be able to adapt to that. Can you just briefly just talk to that just briefly, and then we're going to go into the next, you can go into your next steps in the, in the third segment. Well, things changing reminds me of one of my clients, Chris. It turned out that they were in, they were in, in manufacturing and they were selling these ornate things, like this ornate things over the doors and stuff. Well, during the recession, it wasn't an idea where people weren't spending extra money doing that. And they needed to figure what business they were really in. And they didn't know what business they were really in because they thought we made these ornate things and that's what we do. And this old guy walks in chewing tobacco. He turns around and he says, 
well, they're trying to figure out, well, we make these beautiful architecture. We do this, we do that. And he goes, I don't know about you. I just cut shit and glue it together. That was what they did at the core. And they realized that what they needed to do is remarket themselves. And instead of making these ornate things over doors, they started making saddles on the floor. It wasn't a high ticket item. They were able to still be in business and get through recessions. People need to understand what's the mark, what's happening in the market and how they can pivot if things don't work. Just like we talked about COVID offline to online or how are we servicing people just because you did it this way doesn't mean you, need to, you have to do it that way all the time. That kind of gets into my number six, which is marketing and innovation, because sometimes you just need to re-innovate, right, of what you were doing before. I love it. Let's, let's talk about that in, in the uh, last segment that will be coming up here shortly, because I, I love that. And I think, I think we, this is the decade there's going to be a lot of rapid development, a lot of acceleration uh, post-COVID, of course. And these are the people that are, that are thinking that way and, and understand their audience, like you said, and really are on top of their KPIs and understanding the wants versus the needs, like you talked about, are going to be the ones they're going to get ahead, regardless of what size they are. So, again, you are, you're hearing uh, some great insight from Lisa Lieberman Wang, Mastery to Millions, your one conversation way. We're not done yet, everyone. We got the third segment She's going to round up everything up with the rest of the steps. These are golden nuggets that you could start to take away immediately and start revamping those business plans, pitch decks, whatever you have out there that's going to help you stay in your lane to go forward. We got more to come with Lisa, and we'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back to Sustainable Success. We're talking about Mastery to Millions, your one conversation away. Our show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. They are a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from around the world. An opportunity to uh, get acquainted again with uh, people you knew in your co- during your college days and perhaps people that you never met. Maybe people that were either ahead of you or way way in front of you or 
in terms of where they were during their college days, but an opportunity to connect at a deeper level without the noise that you have on other social media platforms, no uh, social media notifications, nothing like that. Just an opportunity to really engage with audio and video and files and whatever way you want to connect. And again, you get to come in and do it on your time. You don't have those notifications that are constantly driving you crazy and pinging you every day. So this is an opportunity that you can take advantage of that. It is a membership site. Feel free to check it out at alumnidirect.com. It also offers a wide variety of different services uh, for small businesses that you normally would not find anywhere else on your own. Check them out at alumnidirect.com. So Lisa, you had you were sharing up to this point about, you know, four really critical steps. And we got like three more to go here. And this is just some great information. You've, you've laid, laid down a lot of golden nuggets that could help any solopreneur right up to a, you know, a mid-sized corporation in terms of where they are and where they desire to be, even during these, these challenging times that we're in. If you could round off that process that you were talking about, I believe we were on the fifth step of your process, five, six, and seven, and then kind of round everything up for everyone. That would be wonderful. Awesome. So step five is manage. Manage is one of my favorite ones because it's knowing what to eliminate, delegate, and automate. And I think it's more important that we learn what to say no to than what we say yes to. I found so many businesses where I had one company came to me, the vice president of the company was spending time following up with emails and personally like writing emails to people that could have been done by a virtual assistant paying $5 an hour. I'm thinking the vice president's making over a quarter million dollars a year. He's using his time to do what was templated, something that wasn't even that personal, that could have just been a VA in the Philippines for $5 an hour, $10 an hour doing something for him and not actually knowing what to delegate or automate. So often I see this where I have this very simple rule in business. If your business is making over six figures, anything under $25 an hour is not your job. If you're the owner, you're a VP, you're a director, you're making money, that is not your job. If that is something that you automate, delegate, and eliminate, it, like even to the point of um, – and looking at your emails, finding out what's important, purging them. It's not your job to the point of you're doing social media and you're doing memes. Memes, this is not your job. Hire someone to do that. You're doing, you're doing your home. I have this beautiful home. It's white. It's gorgeous. It's all the other stuff. I used to be very proud about how clean it was. I'm very proud now that I pay cleaning people So for decades. So the idea is just because you can do it doesn't mean it's your job. And the challenge most people have is they think it's easier for them to do it themselves than to teach someone to do it, but it's not true because then they can never stop doing it. So the investment in training the right people to do things means you free up your time to do things that nobody else can do where you'll actually be able to get a greater return on your investment of time and money. And until we learn how to do that, we're going to find that we're going to be managing a lot and not actually showing the profit margins the way you want them. Well, you just made a great point. Like, you know, if, if, a, if a business is at a certain level, maybe, you know, you've been working in your business and you've been working 15 hours a day, you, you know, kudos to you. You've brought the business from nothing to wherever it is now. Now, if we're going to go from here to here, right? And some people are that, you know, this is an audio-based show. They're going, well, what, what, what? he's using his hands right now, but they can't <laughs> see me. But with that being said, if we're going to get to the next level, 
you can't do that on your own. You got to, if you got to work on your business, not in it, like you said, you have to be able to delegate. Talk about the importance of delegation for those that, that, that is a hard thing to do to let go because they feel no one can do it better than me. Well, I can totally relate to that, Chris, because I thought nobody could do anything better than me. So (laughs) what you realize very quickly is there's only 24 hours in a day and you don't have any more time than anybody else does. And the people that are doing extraordinary in their business didn't have it because they had more time. It's because they learned to delegate. They learned what wasn't their job anymore. And the, the way I actually learned to do it is we went from you know, a three-man show to a five-man to eight-man to ten employees right now. And I look at it and I said, well, you know, I remember when I was going to hire my personal assistant, I said to my husband, I don't know if I have enough work for her. And not only did I not have enough work for her, I ended up hiring two more after. I'm like, where did that come from? Because what I didn't realize is how much I was doing that wasn't my job. The rule is under $25 an hour is not your job. It makes it easier. Oh, my God, that's not my job either. Oh, that's not my job. This is my, but the idea is it's not, it's not that you're delegating and giving away and doing nothing, but what you're doing should net you a lot more than 25 an hour. Yeah. If you're on the average of 200 an hour, 500 an hour, that, whatever you're making an hour, it, you're delegating so you can do something else that has a greater return. So that's where you look at. The other thing is automate. If you're sending something out to 100 people, then use, like you said before, a CRM, which is a customer relationship management tool. Use something that will actually automate that when they come into your your world, we call it a funnel, and they're going to be indoctrinated into what you're doing, then send an automated email, then send them something else and get with the lead capture, do all these things. Once it's once one and done means you don't have to keep doing it. And then what I would end up doing, this is funny how I, I wanted to, I wanted to delegate and automate. I, I started a call center. I wanted to hire some people. I only wanted one person, but I, I hired three. And my husband's like, what are you doing? I said, I know I'm going to end up with one. I'm hiring three. I'm going to train three survival of the fittest. And he's like, you're, you're nuts. So I go, yes, I am. This is why we're so successful. We built a seven-figure business ourselves because I understood that if I'm going to spend the time to train one, I might as well train three. Absolutely. And then we'll see what we can do. And I knew in training them that all they needed to do is get like one good client and it would pay for the whole year for all of them. So it's knowing what you can delegate, automate, eliminate. It's also knowing whom to delegate, automate, and eliminate things to. Just because you can do it doesn't mean it's your job. That's a big thing I, ha- I teach all my clients because I think we're all super smart. Otherwise, we wouldn't be in business. We're all very capable, but you do not need to learn how to do TikTok. You do not need to learn how to do LinkedIn. You do not need to learn every single, how to build a website. There are other people that do it more proficient than you'll ever exactly. do it. And you just need to hire the right person to do it and spend your time doing what you do well. Well, you, you, you nailed it. Like I said, you got a good CPA. That CPA is going to you know, explain the numbers, and then now it's up to you to decide with those numbers, how do I grow my business? How do I, how do I 5 exit, 10 exit from here? You know, Okay, I don't understand the technology with the funnels and all the marketing. Somebody's doing that for me. But if somebody explains that to me in layman terms, okay, now I know what to do with it. I have my KPIs here, here, and here. Now I know what I can do now to go do it at a higher level. So, That is so true. The delegation, I knew that I had to learn the hard way because, you know, living, you know, living 30 years of my life as a codependent and perfectionist, you know, (laughs) oh, nobody's going to do it better than you. And, 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 and how exhausted I was, miserable, angry, how I pissed people off, you know, in relationships. And when I learned to delegate and be interdependent, it, it, it changed the whole game. 
you know, and it wasn't easy, but I could tell you it was worth it. So you, I'm so glad you shared that with, with everyone. So uh, anything else you want to share, like with this process, Lisa, feel free to do so if there's anything that kind of really kind of just drives everything home here, because you've really laid down a lot of golden nuggets. And, sure. and there's just some great information, I think, that people have to go back and listen to this show again. Thank you. Well, number six is marketing and innovation. You know, innovation distinguishes between a yep. leader and a follower, according to Steve Jobs. And I believe that if we don't innovate and actually set ourselves out from everybody else, we will actually end up getting lost in the crowd. And Chris, I wrote a book with an associate, Willard Barth, and it was Brand You Become the Expert for it's a step-by-step guide to a personal unique brand for more sales, more clients, more often. And if your listeners want to get this book for free, you can go to Amazon and pay $25, or you can go to brandyoubecometheexpert.com and get it for free and just cover the shipping. I pay for the book. You pay for the shipping. You can get that there. One of the things that I realize is that everybody is doing, somebody is doing what you're already doing. It's about the marketing and innovation on how you do it because there's no one like you. There's only one business that does what you specifically do, and until you understand to distinguish that niche, you're going to be caught in a sea of mediocrity of everybody holding up the same sign saying, I do this, and we have to definitely differentiate ourselves. And the last one is masterminding, and the masterminding is the fact of a combination of brainstorming and peer accountability and really getting groups together to sharpen your business, and people will see things you don't see. So I always say you don't want to be the brightest bulb on the tree or the smartest, or the, the smartest one in the room. You want to have other people as smart as you, so making sure you combine yourself with other people. Wow, that's fabulous. I love it. I love it. I mean, you have shared so much great information here and and anything else you want to share, you know, in terms of rounding this out for us? Absolutely. You know, when you take it all together, what I have seen is companies this year, we've been super blessed. My clients are showing increases that have been insane. One of my clients owns a pharmacy and they always dreamed of being able to have a, a big ticket item. Now, pharmacy, you would not think of a big ticket item, would you, Chris? No, absolutely. (laughs) No, you're thinking prescriptions, over-the-counter. We increased our over-the-counter sales with Mastery to Millions by over 100% by mindset, taking massive action, modeling success, measuring, managing, marketing innovation, and masterminding, placement of products how they were marketing it. They had no follow-up systems. They weren't measuring things. They didn't know how to, where people were spending. People didn't know all the services that they offered. They came in for a prescription and didn't know that they also would do, they would also check all their prescriptions and see if any were counter, you know, contra Counteract each other, yeah. Yeah, with each other. They did all these other services no one knew about. And then we created a weight loss program for them. They had a five-figure launch with a new product, and they never even thought they could have it. If you go to lisalibermanwang.com and just look at the Platinum Coaching, you'll see testimony or testimony of testimony with people making money that they never even imagined they could with the clients they already had. So how do you build share of customer? You build share of customer instead of looking outside everywhere else. Sometimes it's the customers that are already there that are buying stuff that don't know you do it. 
And I had that for years. I have a web development company for over 20 years. And, and people say to me, oh, they ask, I had one client come to me, Chris, you know her, um, Dinu Keller. She's an amazing parent-child yeah. peacemaker. She comes to me one day. She says, you know, I have someone here who's going to do some Facebook ads for me. is going to do these funnels and do this website and all the other stuff. And she, he made a deal with her. And he goes, do you think it's any good? I said, well, it sounds really good for him, but not for you. She goes, exactly. what do you, she goes well, what do you mean? He wanted a percentage of all her sales. And I said, well, Vinu, I do that. And she knew me for 10 years. And I'm, I'm kind of like beating, I'm like slapping my own hand. And I said, well, Vinu, it's good for him, but it doesn't make sense because of X, Y, Z. And I told her the reasons. And I said, well, I've been doing that for 20 years. She goes, what do you mean? I said, I've been doing websites and we do funnels. We do all. I said, I can do all that. She goes, can you give me a quote? I go, I can. I just didn't worry about it. I wasn't looking. I'm a trainer for Tony Robbins. I wasn't looking to, you know, to go solicit. I'm there to serve, Right. Well, it turns out her best year ever was six figures. This woman made over a quarter million dollars in eight months during COVID. She gave me a beautiful testimony on never break anonymity of my clients. And it was because of the fact that we actually figured out who she was marketing. We did the mastery to millions. We followed the OPAP, the OPS, everything I shared with you. And she is killing it. She didn't double her business. She two and a half timed her business and it's only eight months in. So when people are thinking things are bad, that mindset is not in check. They think it's bad, but it's not. You just need to look for the opportunity. And there's an opportunity in every season. We know that we're in a winter economy, but people don't realize that 95% of the people are still spending money. They're just spending it differently. So how do you get in there to actually be the one they're looking for? Think about this. Toll House Cookies, General General Electric, I think it was, or yeah. General Motors, um, Apple, all grew their business in a recession. This is opportunity time, and we have to go and apply what we know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Lisa, we, we're getting near the end of the show. Uh, we have about let, let, just under two minutes left. I want to leave this time to let people know more about you. I'd like you to see if you could share a little bit about what you're up to, what you'd like to offer, and how they can find you to get more information on how you can help uh, people in their business. Awesome. Uh, Chris, it's a pleasure being here. And I also want to thank you for listening to us. Um, you can find me very easily all over social media. Go to my website at Lisa Lieberman Wang. I'm the only Jewish Chinese woman with that name. So you'll remember it. <laughs> yeah. And um, I actually help businesses to be able to create multiple six and seven figure businesses without the overwhelmed frustration and be able to follow a proven system to do that. And I also am going to place an, an offer. I told you about brand you become the expert. My new book, Mastery to Millions, Your One Conversation Away will be out by the end of this year, I'm making a public declaration. Chris, as you know, my husband got COVID back in January, yes. a double pneumonia, ended up with a, um, a cytokine storm, a heart attack, a stent, and now a pacemaker. We've had one of the hardest years we've ever had. Yeah. And we've also been super blessed to have amazing clients and to be able to still be able to serve them. And what was very interesting about the whole thing is that everybody can either use it as an excuse or a reason to do something. And I found that we can actually all be thriving in any situation. And I think that our situation for the last six months proves it. And I've been able to help businesses thrive in what people thought was a surviving economy when I know it's a thriving. If you would like to be able to have a call with me, this is only going out to anyone interested in investing yep. in themselves. And it's the first five people that take action because I'm limited on time. You have to fill out an application, go to callwithlisa.com, 
fill out the application, set up a time. If we think that we can service you and we can, do, we can help you, we'll have a call. If not, you'll get a call from our assistance. But if you're serious about actually growing your business, I look forward to the opportunity to make you another success story along with my other clients. Lisa, thank you so much for being here. We are blessed and so honored to have you here on the show today. And guests and listeners, we thank you for being here each and every day, the Sustainable Success Way. We are committed to bringing experts like Lisa in each and every week to share their insights in ways that they, you know, they're just giving back what was given to them and allowing you to decide what you decide to do with it. We encourage you to reach out to Lisa and let her, you know, at least find out a little bit more about you and where her team can help you where you are and where you desire to be. We hope that everyone has a great rest of the week and we'll see everyone next Thursday, same time, 12 uh, noon East Coast time, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.